Welcome to Jesus Inside Prison Ministry presents Jesus House with Dr. William Bumpus. We are providing a strong foundation in Christ and preparing men for a successful future. And now, here's Pastor Bumpus. Praise Jesus. Welcome to today's program. This is Jesus Inside Prison Ministry present Jesus House. And of course, I'm your host, William Bumpus. Uh, I'm the pastor of Faith Center Church here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and the founder and president of Jesus Inside Prison Ministry and Jesus House. And of course, we are here every week talking to you about prison ministry and also talking about Jesus House. This program is basically geared to Jesus House. Jesus House is a reentry program for just released Christian uh, convicts. And so we're going to be sharing it with you today. Uh, we have a guest today, and our guest today is Steve Witten. Uh, he's going to be sharing with you his story. I'm going to be interviewing him. You're going to be find out, find out a lot about him. Uh, he's part of the Jesus House, part of our church, and we're going to be sharing it with you. I want to encourage you that you can also uh, check us out on our Facebook page, which is uh, Jesus Inside Prison Ministry slash Faith Center Church. Also, uh, our podcast as well as uh, YouTube. Amen. So we're going to be on all digital platforms and where you can be able to tune in the program. Uh, tell your friends about it. You might have people, you understand, that cannot uh, get this TV channel. Uh, you understand, or can't get whatever, we, or the Facebook channel. But you can always get us at one of them, uh, one of them spots. Also, you can contact, get us at our website, which is www.jipm.org. That's www jipm.org. In fact, that's the best way to contact us. Best way to contact us from everywhere is to go on that website. My email's on there. All the information that we do is on there. All my books is on there. A bunch of information, even our newsletter is on our website. So feel free to go to our website. So we're going to be coming back in a few minutes and we're going to have a powerful guest with you. So don't go nowhere. Stay right there. This is Jesus Inside Prison Ministry present Jesus House. Jesus changed my life to I could be in peace, have great joy, and, and love people. Like he said, hate the sin and love and love the sinner. Uh, when I was worldly, I was just like all the worldly people, revengeful. But Jesus gave me the peace to pass all understanding. He gave me the uh, ability to be able to spiritually be connected with God and have the love of God for everybody else. Jesus is amazing. I mean, there's nothing that you can't do through him and if you submit your will to him he can really do some amazing things in your life and i found that out here at the jesus house being here with men who also love christ and are uh, allowing the ministry to work wonders in their lives mr bumpus is teaching men who are coming from the prison system back into society how to be productive men in society how to be men of god and i believe it's a good thing for men to know you know a Christian man is what God created us to be from the very beginning. So I think he's doing a wonderful service to the community. You know, give your life to God and watch him do wonders in your life. You know what he can do. Stop being stubborn. Get your hands off the wheel and let God lead your life. And that's pretty much what I've done. I've just um, completed my parole this past Thursday. And uh, my family even wants me to come home now, you know. <laughs> so I can't, I cannot complain. God has really done some great things in my life. Jesus House book. People ask all the time, how do I start a reentry program? Where I get the money at? Where I get the food? Where I get the clothes? 
That's what this book is all about. Jesus House will teach you how to open up any kind of program, any kind of reentry program, a work release program, a program for you, whatever kind of facility that you want to open up, Jesus House will give you the A, B, and C's of opening up any kind of program. So make sure you get your copy today. Hello again. This is uh, William Bumpus, uh, pastor of Jesus Inside Prison Ministry and uh, Jesus House. And we're here today with my guest, which is Steve Witten. Thank you. Amen. So we're here uh, to talk to uh, the guests about uh, your involvement with Jesus Inside Prison Ministry. Mm -hmm. So you're Steve Witten. Yep. Uh, where were you born at? Gas City, Indiana. Uh, actually, Marion, which is like five miles away because they had the hospital. Okay. Yeah. So you were born, so you're originally from Gas City. Yeah. All right. How long have you been in Indianapolis? Uh, about 15 years now. Okay. Uh, where do our environment start at? Well, um, I was at... Uh, Putnamville, first time I met you, and uh, going to the chapel quite regular, and uh, as a volunteer, you was coming in there pretty regular yourself, so okay. I got to hear uh, uh, the word from you, and uh, uh, as a, a guitar player, I was playing uh, music uh, mm -hmm. before your services, and okay. so I was sitting around pretty close uh, by, and right. uh, got to hear you pretty good. Okay. Now, what is Putnamville? Putnamville... Uh, is uh, the For state? Those who don't know. Yeah, it's the State Farm, uh, more affectionately known as the farm, and okay. uh, it's a it's a prison, a level uh, one, level two uh, facility, and uh, that's where I was incarcerated for two and a half years. Okay, so you was there for two and a half years uh, for what? Uh, carjacking. Carjacking. Yeah. Okay, how did that come about? Well, uh, I was. Uh, hooked on some drugs and uh, you know when you're hooked on drugs you'll do about anything to get them and I was uh, listening to the devil. The devil came to me one day as I was sleeping on the riverbank and he said you know even jail's better than this. Okay. And that just made sense to me. Okay. So uh, I decided I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do and right. I and like most people I, I, I did. Okay. And, uh, about 30 days later, they come and pick me up. And right. That was the charge that they stuck me with. Okay. Yeah. Well, how did you get on the creek bank? You said you were living on the river bank. Now, yeah. What was this, this White River, Canal, Indianapolis uh, in that, or what? Yeah. Well, uh, I was a boy from uh, Gas City, Indiana, end up in the state capitol sleeping on a river bank. Um, I was uh, hooked on crack cocaine, and I had uh, lost everything that I had, and... Uh, Next thing you know, uh, I'm in prison. Okay. Uh, and that was my first time I got sent to prison. That right. was a little camp called Henryville down okay. down south. Yeah. And uh, it came time to go to uh, a work release, and they only had two in the state. Mm -hmm. And one of them was uh, Indianapolis, the other was in Gary, and I okay. didn't want anything to do with Gary. So uh, nothing, not there's anything wrong with Gary. I'm right. just saying uh, I'd been to Indianapolis a few times, so right. I, I picked Indianapolis and. Right. I've been here ever since, but right. uh, when I got done with my work release, I had saved quite a bit of money, and, you know, we plan our relapses, and uh, I planned mine, and I went out and got me a room, and, and uh, I got stuck in there until all my money was gone, right. and then ended up uh, sleeping on a riverbank and uh, doing drugs and working at the mm -hmm. same time, okay. driving a stolen car, and... Mm -hmm. uh, 
Uh, next thing you know, I was picked up again, and uh, that's when I went to Putnamville. Right. Now, how did you get on drugs? Well, you I know. Mean, how did you start? Uh, I grew up in the 60s and the early 70s. There was drugs everywhere. So uh, if you wasn't doing drugs back then, you wasn't cool. And I was very cool. So um, I ended up, you know, like everybody else at at the time, just smoking weed and maybe uh, mm -hmm. popping a few pills, okay. uh, some acid. Mm -hmm. uh, matter of fact, first drug I ever did in my life. I was 14 and I did LSD 25. Okay. So that's some pretty heavy duty stuff right there. And uh, it evolved. I controlled it over the years uh, pretty much. Even while I was uh, married and run my own business, uh, I was dabbling in drugs and mm -hmm. pain pills and smoking weed and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, uh, it did eventually evolve to using harder drugs. I right. started snorting cocaine. And uh, even though I still thought that I had control over it, mm -hmm. uh, it soon became pretty apparent that I didn't. Right. And it became more apparent to my wife sooner than it mm -hmm. did to me. Mm -hmm. So we split up and uh, I cleaned up for a while and, and uh, we just never could seem to work it out. So mm -hmm. uh, I gave up. I okay. gave up. I didn't want any more uh, responsibilities. I didn't want, uh, I didn't want any, uh, anything on my shoulders whatsoever. So uh, I just uh, went off the deep end right. doing drugs. And, and right. a guy came along one day and he had... Uh, a little more concentrated uh, mm -hmm. form of cocaine. He had what they call crack mm -hmm. or freebase, and right. uh, I tried it, and I tried it for 11 years. Right. And now, did you have any kids? Yeah. You ever had any, how many children you got? Uh, I got a daughter. She's, uh, I think she's about 47 right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I lost right. track of her age, but right. Uh, right. yeah, uh, that, uh, that, whole situation uh, suffered as well, you know, through the divorce, and, and uh, there had been years when we didn't even talk. Right. So the crack, now, were you doing any crime or anything before you got into drugs? Well, other than uh, just using drugs, mm -hmm. uh, no. Okay. I mean, I was... No uh, still in, no, nothing like that. No, I was running my own business, and I was uh, a family man. Now, what kind of business were you doing? Auto repair. I had okay. an auto repair shop for about 30 years in my hometown, okay. and small town gas city you know everybody knew everybody and right. everybody knew what they was into and everybody knew what they was about so right. everybody knew that i always dabbled in drugs and mm -hmm. and uh, some people it didn't matter they just wanted their cars fixed and right. then others they didn't have anything to do with me and mm -hmm. understandably right right yeah so uh it, it uh it all come around right so the drugs is what eventually led you to prison yes right yeah. I mean, it led you to doing serious crime. Right. Oh, we know using drugs and all this is a crime, but as far as doing something crime, like stealing something or carjacking, all of that came as a result of you using the drugs. Right. Yeah. All right. Yep. So when you got in prison, how did you do your, how did you do your time? You said you did two years there? I did two years, two and a half years two at Putnamville, and, okay. and I did, uh, I think, seven months at uh, Henryville on my first uh, bit, right, and uh, seven months at work release. Right. So how do you do your time at at Putnamville before you got into the chapel or anything like that? Well, y'all was y'all have had you already had a relationship with Christ or what? I had formed, uh, I thought, a relationship with Christ while I was at Henryville. Okay. I, there was one night in particular. It was uh, November twenty eighth, uh, two thousand and four always sticks in my mind. Um, I uh, gave my life to Christ uh, mm -hmm. during a, a volunteer service that uh, they had there. Uh, 
Now, and was that the first time you ever heard the gospel? It was the first time that I heard it. Okay. Yeah, you can yeah. hear the gospel all right. your life, but uh, right. actually hearing it mm -hmm. uh, for the first time and right. believing it, yes, that right. was the first time. Okay, so that was at Henryville. That was at Henryville, but yeah. But you didn't grow. I didn't grow, mm -hmm. and uh, I relapsed almost immediately. Like I said, you, you plan your own relapses while I was at uh, work release, and I was uh, accumulating all that wealth. Mm -hmm. uh, I was following the law to the right. letter, but right. as soon as I got out, I ended up uh, right. doing it again. Right. So then you wind up at Putnamville, mm -hmm. uh, rededicated your life to Christ in Putnamville. Yep. Uh, and we met there at Putnamville while you was playing in the band. Right, right. Now you are the director of Jesus House. I am. I've been blessed to be the director of okay. your Jesus House now for about 13 years. Well, how did that happen? Uh, just. Uh, I mean, how did you get to the Jesus House? Well, when Henryville, or at Putnamville, I uh, got uh, down to uh, only having a couple weeks left before they released me, and they came to me and said, well, we don't have a place to release you to. You have to have an address. So they was going to take me to Wheeler Mission. And uh, I uh, had an application uh, for the Jesus House, and I had just neglected to fill it out. So I filled it out, and I sent it in. And uh, that's how I ended up at the Jesus House. All right. Where did you get the application from? From the uh, chapel. Uh, okay. The chaplain there, uh, uh, I forget his name, but uh, he uh, he had some applications, and uh, I found out later that uh, every prison in Indiana has applications okay. for the Jesus House. Okay, yeah. right. So you fill out the application uh, to the Jesus House. You was accepted. Mm -hmm. And uh, now, did you have any parole or anything like that when you got out? Yeah, I had uh, two years of probation, and uh, when that was about done, uh, I got pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt. Mm -hmm. And uh, they found out that uh, I had not reported for probation in my own home county, mm -hmm. and I didn't even know that I was supposed to. So I'd already been uh, on probation in Marion County for two years. Uh, so they arrested me on the spot and took me back to Grant County, and that uh, is when I first really started seeing God move in my life because I was sitting in uh, Hamilton County Jail, and I remember I was in the uh, uh, in a little room being locked up waiting to be processed, and I prayed to God, and I said, look, God, I don't want to go upstairs to the jail. Uh, I want you to have somebody from Grant County, a sheriff or somebody, stop in and pick me up and take me back home now. And they came and got me out of that uh, cell and took me to the, be fingerprinted. And I looked up and in walked a sheriff from Grant County, Indiana. And uh, he said, I'm here to pick up a Mr. Witten. Wow. And uh, the guy that was doing my fingerprints, he said, do you believe that? And I said, yeah, I do. Yeah, and when I got to Grant County Jail, uh, it was a weekend naturally, so I had to set all weekend. And uh, I prayed that as soon as I got before the judge that he would cut me loose and I would be able to uh, pay whatever fines or anything that need be paid and everything would be fine. And come Monday morning, their docket was so full that they couldn't squeeze me in. So I got mad and I prayed to God again. I said, when I go before the judge, I want to be released free of charge, not have to pay anything, and I want them to extradite me out of this jail immediately. 
And as soon as I went before the judge, I told him that I was staying at the Jesus house and that uh, I had been following the Lord ever since. And he said, you know, Mr. Whitten, I believe you. He said, I'm going to order your release immediately. And I want you to report to the uh, probation office, which was right across the street at yeah. the time. And I said, Judge, uh, this jail I know pretty well, having been there before. Uh, they are notoriously slow about processing you out of here. I don't think I'm going to have time to get over there before they close. And he looked over and he saw the judge lieutenant or the jail lieutenant and ordered her to extradite me out of that building within five minutes. Amen. And I was out on the street in five minutes yeah. and walking over to the probation office. And they did put me on probation. So I was doing probation uh, for four years in two different counties at right. the same time. Right. But you successfully completed your parole. I did. Now, uh, so you, now, uh, how has God impacted your life since you've been saved? Now, uh, I mean, did you complete your parole at Jesus' house? Yep. Okay. Uh, what about your family? You said you had a daughter, yep. uh, and you hadn't seen your daughter. All, how, how long has it been since you seen your daughter when you got uh, into trouble? It had been about five years. Okay. Um, and uh, Did they want to have any contact with you after you, all the drugs and everything? No, they didn't want anything to do with me, and uh, I understand why. Yeah. Uh, but uh, about six or eight months after coming to the Jesus house, my daughter called me. And she said, I think we ought to meet. Let's okay. have lunch. Yeah. So I went to uh, where she was working and, and she said, well, uh, I'm getting ready to go to lunch. She was uh, managing a uh, Target store in Plainfield. So we went to a uh, Red Robin. And uh, when we walked in the place, I noticed through the crowd there was a, a man sitting in the back that kind of looked familiar, but I couldn't remember where I'd seen him from. And as we got closer, it dawned on me it was my son-in-law. Wow. Yeah. And as we got even closer to the table, I saw my granddaughter's head, who yeah. I hadn't seen in over five years. Yeah. And then when we got right up to the table, I saw my grandson for the yeah. first time in my life. Yeah. So how's that, how's that relationship been now? Oh, it's been great. It's okay. been fantastic. So God uh, restored your relationship with your kids. Yep. Uh, what about, your, what are you doing now? Well, now, uh, I know you're the director of Jesus House. Right. All right. What does that mean? Actually, uh, there's quite a bit. Uh, there's paperwork and, and there's uh, guys coming and going. I never realized it myself until I started going through the files and right. started working uh, in the office and yeah. realized that there has been thousands right. of men right. come through the Jesus House yeah. in the years that it has been in right. existence. Right. And it just blows me away to this to this very day that uh, so many lives have been impacted right. by this program. Right. So what are you doing now other than that? Uh, is, are you just a director? Do you work? Uh, you have a business? Uh, um, did God do anything there? I do work uh, and it's a, more of a labor of love. We have a, 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 a automotive ministry. I've been blessed with another building right here on the main drag in town uh, on Washington Street. Okay. And uh, we maintain vehicles for Wheeler Mission, uh, our mission uh, uh, ministry, and uh, some other ministries in town, some other churches. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, uh, we have been becoming known as a soft spot for people to come right. who are in trouble financially and need a car or need a car fixed. Right. So we've been trying to be as helpful as possible there 
and uh, it's just it's just been a, a wildly blessed uh, ordeal. I just uh, love it. Amen. So the moral of the story: you got involved with crime because of drugs, mm -hmm. went to prison, uh, and you met Jesus Christ while you was incarcerated. Uh, you begin to grow in the things of God. Came to the Jesus house, mm -hmm. and now you are a successful businessman. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, I don't look at it as a business. I know, it, it's, but, uh, it's more right, of a right, ministry. Right, but you're, uh, su you're successful ministry. Okay, right. Because we consistently lose <laughs> right, money. You right, know, you right, know what I'm talking right, about. Right, right, yeah. right, right. But, but this is for the audience here. Yeah. You know, they, they, I understand, but you know, we're trying to get them. Yeah. You know, so w what we're doing is presenting a successful story. Yep. And that's what we want to do on this program is show uh, where people came from. You know what I'm saying? How they met Jesus Christ and what are they doing now yeah. that they're born again? You know, a lot of people say they get born again. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? But then their life don't tell the story. Right. You know, they, they, they say they're born again, but they ain't living, living. So we always like to bring that out on the telecast and let a person know that Christ can change it while you're incarcerated mm -hmm. and change you from being a criminal to being a successful Christian. Oh, it sure can. It, right. did, it did me, and especially since I've been at the Jesus house and have learned to forgive myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was key in being able to grow in the things of the Lord. And, uh, you know, I just uh, count my blessings every day that I'm in a position just to be a small part yeah. of uh, what you're doing and, and what the Jesus house is doing. It's, it's uh, bigger than anything that I ever dreamed of. Amen. Well, we know God's a great God. Uh, he's a miracle worker. He has worked miracles in your life, and you are Stephen Witten. Steve Witten or Stephen? Stephen Witten, but they call me Steve. <laughs> okay. Matter of fact, in, a, in a school, they all call me Sid, so a lot of okay. people in my hometown, they, they still call me Sid. Okay. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> well, they, they might be viewing this telecast. So what would you say, uh, you can look at the camera there, what would you say to somebody that uh, uh, got a loved one in prison? Or somebody else saying viewing the telecast, you know, they're, they're using drugs and, you know, I mean, don't have no clue. What would you say to them? I'll tell you, there was a commercial that came on years ago that really impacted me. Uh, I had never had a clue how it was affecting my family. But, uh, you know, mm -hmm. everybody's seen the movie or the commercial where they uh, show the egg and say it's your brain. And then they crack mm -hmm. it open and put it in a skeleton. This is your brain on drugs. Well... Then the lady just takes this big iron skillet and she bashes the whole kitchen and tears it all up, breaks everything and water spraying everywhere and her hair's flying. And she just stops and looks at the camera and said, and this is your family on drugs. Yeah. And that hit me and I never forgot about it. So if, uh, if you have a family member that's doing drugs, do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever it takes to get between that person and the drugs. If that means locking them up, mm -hmm. turn them in, whatever you got to do to get between them and the drugs. Because it wasn't until I was locked up for a period of time without the drug that I could even start thinking right. It took mm -hmm. it took two, two and a half years for me to start thinking right. Yeah. And you know, people always say that it's it's a it's a disease, it's mm -hmm. a sickness, but. Uh, I think the problem people have is that this is a disease that we chose. Right. We made the decision to start using these drugs mm -hmm. in the first place. It just got out of hand. So don't blame the person because it got out of hand. I mean, you can be mad at them all you want for choosing 
to try it and choosing to, to put themselves at risk of getting uh, addicted. But uh, once they're addicted, they're out of control and right. they need somebody to step into control. Right. You need to be that somebody. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being on the program. Appreciate you having hey, me. Amen. Appreciate uh, you being here. Thank God that you got a nice cap on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this is uh, this is Steve Witten from uh, Jesus House. Uh, he's also a deacon in our church and our sound man. And uh, we want to encourage you. As I said, we'll be here each week. We've got another guest coming up next week. Uh, and so we're here every week. And uh, we want to thank God for the Word of God. The Word of God works. That's what we want to get over to you. It don't matter different what your station is in life. The Word of God works. Absolutely. So here's a man that was a businessman, successful businessman, had houses, homes, wife, and everything. And then, you understand, he got further into drugs. Uh, you know, I mean, it don't matter different where you start at. It's always where you end up at. Yep. Thank God, you understand, he ended up the right way by... Uh, accepting Christ while he was in prison. Everybody go to prison, don't do it. But those that do accept Christ while they're incarcerated, they always have a good outturn if the word is going into their life. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. Jesus House book. People ask all the time, how do I start a reentry program? Where I get the money at? Where I get the food? Where I get the clothes? That's what this book is all about. Jesus House will teach you how to open up any kind of program, any kind of reentry program, a work release program, a program for you, whatever kind of facility that you want to open up, Jesus House will give you the A, B, and C's of opening up any kind of program. So make sure you get your copy today. Amen. Well, we thank uh, God for uh, the testimony of Steve Witten. Uh, we thank God, you understand, he's doing a great work there at the Jesus House and uh, in his business and all that, all because he met Jesus Christ while he was incarcerated. Now, it would have been good if he had met him on the outside, but he didn't. Uh, you know, God meets you wherever you're at. And so we thank God that while he was incarcerated, he heard the gospel, and the gospel changed his life. Notice that when the gospel changed his life, the crime stopped. That meant there's no more victims. Uh, and that's what prison ministry is all about. That's what we're all about. We're all about ministering to those that are inside prison so they'll stop doing what they're doing. And thus, you understand, kind of eliminate some of the crime problems. Uh, you can contact uh, Steve Witten or anybody, any guest that we might have on our program through our website. You can contact us through our website, which is www.jipm.org. That's www.jipm.org. That's the best way to contact us. Of course, we have a phone number uh, and all that, but you can contact us by our website. You can go on there, find out about Jesus House, about the books, anything like that. Send me an email, all that from our website. Of course, you'll be able to view this telecast on our podcast, as well as our Facebook page, which is Jesus Inside Prison Ministry slash Faith Center Church. Jesus Inside Prison Ministry slash Faith Center Church. And of course, you understand, you can always uh, listen on the podcast. Well, we're, we're excited for you to tune into our program. Uh, pray that you'll be tuning in to us again next week. I'll be here again next week with another live witness. Amen. Somebody that has met Jesus Christ. Uh, while they was in prison, they came out of prison, they completed their parole, they are successful, and if they can do it, you can do it as well. And so that's what this program is all about, to give you encouragement. So I want to tell you to stay encouraged in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for watching Jesus Inside Prison Ministry Presents Jesus House with Dr. William Bumpus. To learn more about the Jesus House, 
To receive books by Pastor Bumpus, subscribe to our podcast, and to support Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, log on to www.jipm.org.